You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello listeners, welcome to the Tax Wrap podcast. We're doing episode 153. I'm Steve Burnham, joined by David Ebden. Hello Steve, hello listeners. Hello David. <laughs> um, and now David, we were talking a little while ago. In the kitchen, actually. Um, you were saying that the ATO has uh, a bit of a focus on claims made by taxpayers, certain claims that they sort of pay a bit more attention to than, than others. Um, and I found that interesting. I thought, oh, that's something for a podcast. Let's, um, let's drag that up. So I thought I'd uh, uh, dr- you know, grill you on the, um, what these claims are that uh, uh, gets the attention of the ATO more than other claims. I mean, it's something to keep in mind for, um, I suppose, when one's clients mm. try to make these kind of deductions. So what sort of thing are we looking at? Yeah, correct, Steve. Um, the ATO, they change their focus really from year to year. I mean, each they, they might focus on a particular industry or a particular type of deduction year on year, but there's um, there's always two or three that always come under particular scrutiny right. from the ATO. Um, the, the main one that um, some months ago I spoke to the ABC that's, uh, that's in right. Adelaide yep. um, regarding um, travel and motor expenses. Yep. That is always a big one that the um, ATO like to focus on because there's always um, uh, misinformation, ah, okay. I think. Yeah. And, um, and I suppose substantiation. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, you correct. And yeah. a general lack of understanding about what's required. Right. So... Um, Travel between home and work is generally considered as private and as such that would mean the expenses are not allowable. As a tax deduction? Correct, yep. correct. However, there are certain circumstances where the travel expense is claimable. Um, but as, as, as we've said, that is a hot area for the ATO right yep. now. So you've got to get it right, basically. Yep. If you're making a claim, it's got to be leg- legitimate and backable, upable is <laughs> to coin a term, Correct. substantiated. Yep. Correct. Okay. Um, so there's, um, I suppose, five or six examples of where uh, travel that has been undertaken is eligible for a deduction. Yep, such as? Uh, the. I suppose the most common one would be um, travel that's directly between two separate workplaces. Okay. For example, if you have a second job, uh, yep. you know, you go from here, Steve, say, to... Um, I don't know what your second job could be. Oh, yeah. so, well, so I'd say I flip burgers down the road oh, um, after go. work. Yep, yep. So, uh, yep, you, would, okay. you could go from here to your uh, to the burger joint. Okay, that that would be um, an allowable deduction. I wouldn't have thought that, but there you go. So I can claim that in my tax. Correct. Well, okay, I've got to get a second job. There you go. <laughs> um, an- another type of travel would be um, from your normal workplace to an alternative workplace. Uh, such as a client's premises, whilst you're still on duty. Ah. And then if you travel from there back to your normal workplace or directly home. Right. So, you go, Steve? No, I was going to say, so, I mean, from a tax practitioner point of view, so if you were at a client's premises doing their work, work for them, and then you travel to another client's workplace to do their tax or whatever you're doing, that travel yourself you can claim. Yeah, correct. Okay, correct. That's good. And yep. I, I suppose putting it back with you as an example, yep. if you were to go into the city to record um, a podcast with one of our special guests, ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then travelled back or home, that would be um, a tax deduction for you. Okay, there you go. Keep that in mind for when I 
travel around with my microphone and record mm. the uh, experts That's out it. there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> so, uh, another example would be if your home was your base of employment um, and you started your work at home and travelled to a workplace to continue your work for the same employer. Okay. Um, another one. Another would be um, if you had um, shifting places of employment. For example, you regularly work at more than one site each day before oh, returning yeah. home. Yep. Um, There'd be a lot of people doing that, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, another one would be uh, from your home to an alternative workplace for work purposes and then to your normal workplace or directly home. Okay. But that doesn't apply where the alternative workplace has become the regular workplace. Oh, okay. Well, so, um, just, just a little tweak there, yeah. Yeah. And um, I suppose the last one is... Um, if you need to carry bulky tools or equipment yep. that uh, you need to use for work and could not leave them at your workplace. So I don't know if you had um, a large ladder or Some were a, b- a musician or... Oh, okay, so like a big keyboard or something, yeah, something you, you, that you carry around. Yeah, get on the train. And, yep, uh, okay. Correct. Well, so they're, they're, they're eligible. What about what's not... What's, sort of, what's off, the, off the agenda? Uh, well, one that... Some people commonly claim, which they shouldn't, is um, when you do minor work-related tasks, such as uh, picking up the mail oh. on the way uh, to or from the office. Okay. So. Um, well, it doesn't yeah. really seem fair, but oh well, that's 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 the way it is. Yeah. That, okay. Them's the rules. Mm. <laughs> um, you have to drive between your home and your workplace more than once a day. So if you need to go home and then back and then home and then back. Oh, because you've forgotten something, or you need. To, yeah. Okay. You can't. Yeah. You can't claim that. Correct. Okay. Right. Um, another one uh, could be surprising is uh, for those workers who are on call, for example, you know, standby duty, All right. and your employer contacts you at home to come into work. Even if though you would have stayed at home had you not had a call from the, your employer, but your employer calls and says, oh, can you come in now? We've got a stuff going correct. on. And you can't make that claim yes. for that travel. Okay. Yes. So, Again, uh, yeah, unfair, I guess, on all the well, nurses and... Yeah. You know, firemen that contribute so much to society. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's, a, I suppose, a, a few more uh, common sense type ones. Um, yep. If, if there's no public transport near where you work. Oh, right. and yeah. you have to take your car. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, tough. Oh. That's, that's yeah. just the way it is. Um, you work outside normal business hours, such as shift work or overtime. Okay. Again, it's... Um, your home was a place where you ran your own business and you travelled directly to a place of work where you worked for somebody else. Oh, okay. So say if you were, say you made curtains at home mm-hmm. and you travelled to a, someone's factory to install those curtains, it sounds like that's not a... Yeah, okay. And um, the, the, the final ineligible sort of travel is where you just do some work from home. Oh, okay. You know? So, yeah. you know, I... I I guess the moral to take from this is that you can claim a deduction for your travel if it is actually associated with the work that you do yep. and, uh, you know, helps with the income-producing side of the work, i.e. travelling to businesses, yep. um, taking your, you know, equipment with you. Yep. But travel that you would do anyway, ah, such okay. as the coming into the office, yep. is disallowable. I suppose it gets back to the whole tenant of like um possibly claimable if it's if it's to produce accessible income 
Correct. That's where they always go back to, isn't it? The ATO. Correct. Yep. Okay. Wholly, necessarily, and exclusively. Right. Mm, so, there you go. <laughs> um, now, what's anywhere else that people tend to trip up on, and as, as far as um, trying to make a deduction? Uh, yeah, there, there's a couple of areas. Um, staying with the travel, um, mm-hmm. car expenses. Yep. Is um, is another hot area. Uh, as I'm sure many listeners will know, uh, motor expenses are generally deductible right. if uh, the individual's car is used in the course of performing their job. Yep. The extent of private use is obviously not claimable. Right. Um, these days, there are um, two methods to calculate car expense deductions. That's right. There used to be four. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Can and you name are... them, Steve? Huh? Can you name them, Steve? Oh, well, there's a cents per kilometre. Correct. Um, there's the logbook method. I think they're still current. Yep, yep. So they're the two that are still current, Steve. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> um, for the latter method with the logbook, logbook yep. um, the, the logbook and odometer reading must be maintained to substantiate the claim ah. on the business use percentage. Yep. Yeah. So in this area, the ATO has been focusing on logbook readings to ensure that they are valid. Otherwise, the deductions will be denied. Yeah, but is it? I mean, it's not a case, is it? I'm pretty sure this is the the way it is. You don't have to keep a logbook for every day that you're travelling, isn't it? Like a um, a sample. Um, yeah, it's um, it's twelve weeks. Um, so that's uh, it's, this is again in the tra- travel and work related expenses, car expenses. Um, Oh, big seem to be a big thing you're saying that uh, yep, people yep, try to claim, and but the ASIO is keeping a the eagle eye on uh, on those yep. claims. And uh, I suppose it goes without saying, if the logbook wasn't kept, uh, you're restricted to the cents per kilometre method. Ah, yeah, up to um, five thousand kilometres. And there's a there's, it's um not it's a certain amount per kilometre. Yes, sixty-six cents. Sixty-six cents. Correct. Regardless well, how, well, of how they came size. up with that figure, I often wonder mm. these things. How do they come up with these? That's <laughs> something in the ATO's uh, infinite wisdom. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> could I ask you were mentioning before about when we're um, claimable, allowable? So I claim for when you carry a bulky, say, a ladder. Yep. You were saying, or keyboard, or, or, or um, what, the cost of tools and equipment um, was another little uh, hot focus area. Just wonder if you could still talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so another deduction people often get wrong is where they incorrectly calculate the extent of the work usage of tools, equipment and other assets. Right. So um, some examples uh, would include, uh, I suppose from my point of view, calculators, yep. computers, desks, chairs, filing cabinets... And then I suppose for more the tradies, yep. you know, tools, protective gear such as, you know, hard hats, safety glasses, yep, um, and sunglasses. Right. So generally the cost of the tools itself is on a, a capital account. Oh, yeah. And therefore it's not immediately deductible. Well, you have to sort of write it off. Yeah, yep. correct, over its uh, useful life. Yep. However... Um, for small value items of $300 or less, uh, you can write those off immediately. Okay. If they're uh, used for work-related purposes. $300 or so. less? Yeah. Per, per item? I mean, you can have four yep, or five that's items? that's exactly right. Yep. Okay. Yep. okay. So, um, you know, you can write off your calculator immediately, but yep. maybe the tradies with their expensive safety glasses, goggles. 
But just uh, to clarify that, uh, if the assets is part of a set, for example, um, a professional library of books, so Ah, for example, my CCH collection of yep, yep. Uh, books um, its total value must be $300 or less ah. so with the cost of books being over $300 for the library yep. that's something that must be written it, off is, is uh, that depreciable? Uh, yeah, yeah written off it over okay. uh, its useful life rather than um, written off immediately you'd think it'd have had quite a long useful life for us but no no it wouldn't because well, legislation they, changes all the time correct yeah, correct. That's true. yeah okay alright David that's uh Fascinating as usual. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you, Steve. Uh, and listeners, by the way, this is the last podcast for 2017. Um, have a happy and safe holiday, of course. Yeah. Uh, we're going to enjoy our break. We'll be back in January, so keep an eye, uh, ear out sorry, for the, <laughs> the podcast, which will be, uh, I assume, in early, early January. But um, um, in the meantime, I would like to give a shout-out to Matt Devinish. Hello, Matt. He's a solid listener and a... Always gives us good feedback. Hello, Matt. Um, David, thanks again. And listeners, uh, thanks for being with us. And Thank we'll you, do, Steve. It, do it all again in 2018. We will indeed. <laughs>